The digital nomad lifestyle is nothing new. It has become a popular lifestyle across generations. You've probably heard or read about quite a few examples by now. But how many digital nomad moms have you met? Here in this podcast, I want to debunk the notion that the digital nomad lifestyle is just for singles without kids. Plus, I share social media marketing tips in here too, because that is how I make money. And I'm convinced that almost everybody needs social media marketing nowadays. So tune in every Friday for a new episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode. Hello, Abby. Thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, wonderful. I'm very excited to talk about this uh, topic today because it's a special edition of the Digital Nomad Mom podcast. Usually, we're all about how to do this lifestyle and how we get going with our families and make it work. And now, um, meeting, I, I just recently met uh, Abby online. We connected through a mutual interest in hosting summits, and I will be a speaker at her summit, uh, which is going to take place in March. Uh, and so we decided to do a podcast swap. So I was giving an interview on her podcast and now I invited her on my podcast, but we have to adjust the topic a little bit. I'm, I'm very honest with you guys, uh, but we thought it's a very interesting angle to look at the, uh, how, remote how the remote lifestyle is actually interesting. So to, to many other people, but they have obstacles in the way they cannot make it work so abby is one of them she finds it very interesting and every time i talk to her she says oh i wish i could do it too maybe you can teach me how to do it and i say yeah sure <laughs> come on in my coaching program <laughs> that's why <laughs> just kidding so um yeah abby and i we will talk about a little bit about the obstacles and the whys um what is holding her back and how maybe uh it still can be an option in the future, right? So Abby, yes. without further ado, maybe you give a little bit of an intro to who you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. So I'm Abby Herman. Um, my business, well, I should ask when this is going to go live because my business name is going to change. Oh, no. okay. <laughs> uh, my business is Right Solutions. It's actually changing to the content experiment, which is also the name of the summit that you're in, Julia, which I'm super excited about. So okay. that switch is going to take place like throughout Q1 of 2021. Yeah. Um, but I am a content strategist and coach for business owners who are trying to get more visibility online. So I help them figure out what kind of content they need to create for their uh, audience, where they should create it, where they should publish it, and um, kind of help walk them through the um, idea generation process. Um, and I do that, uh, so I do one-on-one -on -one work. So for some clients, I just kind of take over all of their content for them and just kind of run with it. Other clients, um, I have um, a group program and I have a membership as well where I teach people how to do all of that themselves too. Yeah, cool. That's very exciting. And uh, just quickly also, again, a little bit about your, your summit and uh, the motivation behind that. Uh, what's going to happen during the summit? So the summit is designed specifically for coaches and course creators who um, 
are really frustrated by content and again, what they should be creating, why, where, all of that. Um, the idea behind the content experiment is that content kind of is an experiment. You try some things, you see how they work, you take a look at your analytics, you take a look at the insights, you figure out what's working, what's not, and then you kind of shift or tweak things a little bit to try something else if what you're doing isn't working. And it's also the idea behind the experiment is that you as a business owner, um, your audience and your expertise are all growing and shifting and changing throughout the course of your business. Like what I'm doing now looks nothing like what I did when I first started my business. And so, um, yeah, so it's like, you know, changing, whoops, changing with the, um, changing with the times, changing with what you're doing and technology and what's out there and all of that. So um, the idea behind the summit is that, so like I said, we're overwhelmed, we're overwhelmed with, with information. Um, we're overwhelmed with the idea that, oh my God, I have to make this big change. I have to do this thing differently when, you know, we're taking little bite-sized things that we need to change. So there will be a quiz when people register for the summit, there's going to be a quiz that will help um, participants decide which presentations to attend. Mm -hmm. So the idea is you're not going to go to every single one. Julia, you're talking about um, uh, Facebook and what to have on your profile on Facebook and how to really maximize that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the quiz questions will, you know, land people in your presentation. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have people talking about video. We have uh, someone talking about um, mindset. We have someone talking about uh, voice and messaging and things like that. And so it's just kind of designed to give people what they need. And then of course the VIP pass holders will have, you know, access to it for a longer period of time than just the summit time. So yeah. I'm really excited about it. And the um, talks are designed to be just, you know, short, sweet, and to the point so that people can take action right away. Yeah, that's what I love about it. I feel it's a very good idea that you say uh, people can walk away and, and do it like in 20 minutes, you said, uh, the presentations and um, and that should help people then uh, implement the tips immediately. And uh, yes. yeah, that's, that's a great idea because sometimes summits are very, um, yeah, information intense and you're getting an overwhelmed feeling and so it's it defeats the point of of getting you somewhere so i feel like this is a, a new approach and that's why i'm also yeah I, I said yeah hey sign me up for it um i'm more than happy to participate in that and um try to help people with my speech so um cool very excited so but now let's let's look a little bit about the um the digital nomad lifestyle so you are a mom so you take that <laughs> you're not a uh, and you work digitally so yes but you're not uh, a nomad um mm -hmm. what is it that makes you uh holds you back from that part to complete the digital nomad mom profile <laughs> yes so um gosh so the biggest thing that holds me back is you know i mean i share custody of my well i shared custody of my daughter she just turned 18 oh, so okay. she's <laughs> so she's free um she's actually living with me right now uh full-time because of COVID. She, you know, was supposed to go live in the dorms and college this year, but she did not because she figured, you know, I might as well save some money on room and board and stay at yeah. home 
versus, you know, and so she's doing all of her classes online. So that was a big, so I've been, um, I have, I started my business in 2007 and then I, um, left my day job in 2013. So technically starting in 2013, I have been a completely remote, um, self-employed, uh, worker. Um, but yeah, having a young child at the time, she was going into sixth grade, I think. So she was like 11, um, at the time, you know, it was to end to share custody. I mean, it, it would have been impossible for me to say, Hey, I'm leaving for six months. I'm taking our kid with us. <laughs> so yeah. that was one thing. And that is no longer holding me back. Um, however, I have, uh, two dogs and a cat at home. And so that holds me back. So I could, it, if COVID was not a thing right now, I technically could travel because my daughter could just stay at home with the animals and take care of them. And she would be totally fine with that. She would love that. And she's a great kid. So I totally trust leaving her at home, but having dogs, um, Mm. it's rather expensive to board them. My parents have, uh, have kept them at their house for periods of time before, but they get a little crabby about it after, <laughs> after a week, when do you come in to pick up your dogs? <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, so that's been, that's been holding me back as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand. And um, I, I think many people who are listening and who are not yet at the stage where they say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking a chance and I try it out. Um, have those, uh, yeah, let's call them obstacles, have those things that are holding them back. And um, I try to always in my in my coaching programs, um, look at look at it uh, from different angles and 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 also prepare people in advance, because it is really not just buying a flight ticket. It is a preparation. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to really uh, know that you're going to change uh, your current lifestyle to a completely different one. So uh, it makes sense that some some uh, people will not be able to start immediately. But if you already know, you know, there are, there are super cool new ways also to travel with your pets. Of course, with two cats and one, uh, with two dogs and one cat, it might not be as feasible. But if you, had, <laughs> if you had only one dog, I would say, because I know uh, a very um, popular and famous travel blogger in Australia, and she, she's been all around with her dog. And she oh, is, she's become very uh, famous for taking her dog anywhere. And, and now there are airlines that allow you to have your pet inside the cabin even, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard Mine about it. Mine are a little too big for that. Yeah, <laughs> of course, it depends <laughs> yeah. on the size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I'm just, my point is, I think, um, it, of course, there are definitely very good reasons for not doing it. But then uh, if you really want to make it work, you can try to find some some ways or or uh, make it happen in a different way. It doesn't have to be full time. You don't have to say, mm-hmm. "Okay, now I'm gone for a year." Now you take uh, a few trips uh, or more trips because you can, and you can take your work with you. It doesn't have to be vacation and all these kind of different um, adjustments to your specific uh, particular case. And yeah, um, I've definitely, um, I've definitely you know, taken vacation, you know, vacate, quote unquote, vacations, (laughs) air quotes, vacations, where I have um, 
you know, brought my laptop with me and I've, you know, intentionally set aside time so that I can do some work and all of that. I think part of the, um, I'm a little older than you, so I'm pushing 50 right now. I'm, oh, I can't okay. believe that. Wow. Like, yeah. So I, so part of my, um, it, I think it's a mindset thing. So when I went to college, when I graduated from college, like the internet was not even a thing. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember um, walking into my college, um, uh, I, my degrees in public relations, and I remember walking into the communications computer lab, and this was in 1993, and I walked in, <laughs> I was like, look at all these computers. Like, I, I mean, it was, and I've, I've grown up around computers. My dad worked in computers from the sixties and seventies on. And, um, it's like a, so, so when I, the reason I'm saying this is because when I went to college, like this was not a thing to be able to work remotely. Um, at least not in the capacity that we're working in right now. Social media didn't exist. Yeah. Um, when I left my, well, actually I should, um, I take that back. I, so I was a teacher before I was an elementary school teacher before I um, left to run my business full time. And I had no, I no idea that online business was a thing in 2007. When I started doing some freelance writing, I was editing books. I was ghost writing stuff. Um, but nothing, you know, barely anything for the internet. Um, mm. And then I left and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing. I can make a living writing website copy, doing writing blogs and all of that. So yeah, yeah, it's like, so I think it's like a mindset thing too, that um, it's just not something that like people in their late forties, <laughs> and at least not in my, not in my circle of friends online or um, or in person friends actually do. So it's kind of a mindset thing that, oh, like I have to have the, I have a mortgage, yeah. I have a car, you know, like it's, so it's like all of the traditional things. I think that I'm just old fashioned in my, you know, the traditional, this, this is the way life should be, you know? Mm. And I know that that's not really true. Mm. You can, just like you said, when I heard your story where you just packed up your stuff and you were done for a full, you sold everything and you were gone for a year and that turned into more. <laughs> um, yeah. It's fascinating to me. Um, I see myself doing it um, at some point, not necessarily full time and mm -hmm. forever, but just to have that kind of lifestyle where I can travel. I had, I wasn't able to do that um, during, in my adult life because I, uh, honestly, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford to travel. I couldn't afford to go on vacation for so, so long. Um, you know, just because I was a teacher yeah. <laughs> and because I was the only income in my house. <laughs> so that's, that's totally understandable, but yeah, I think you have a very good point there where, um, this is still a lifestyle that most people find exotic and uh it is all it, it all starts in your head like with so many things or with almost everything in life like if you can visualize it and you you actually uh make it happen for your own little world mm -hmm. then it can become reality but so many people are blinded i i, I call it blinded now even though I don't mean it in a negative way, um, from their surroundings, from their upbringing, from the media, it's not normal. And everything totally. that is not normal, you don't go for the not normal because it's easier to go for 
whatever someone anybody else is doing so i yeah. totally get it you know and I, it wasn't i mean i told you my story and i'm sure most of the listeners know my story as well so i stumbled into this lifestyle i didn't say okay now i'm leaving and i will turn into a digital nomad no i only wanted to have a, a quick break three to six months i wanted to go back to my career my old life and i was very anxious about um, making a mistake with this uh, long uh, gap because I, I traditionally, I was raised and brought up traditionally, I thought back then the only way is to make money is back in Germany with a normal job and, and mm -hmm. only by luck or coincidence, or call it whatever you want, uh, I knew about the other people, the other options that are out there and and yeah I was maybe crazy enough to try them out let's yeah. uh, let's admit that um, because if you're not open for it of course it doesn't help if you see other people's examples um, you really I, but for me it was very enticing I thought oh cool uh, let's try that <laughs> but I yeah. was always curious like I've been uh, I've been like this for my whole life so I think it it's just um goes with my my personality as well yeah yeah i've yeah. asked my daughter a few times so what do you think about studying abroad and uh, you know she's she's like not right now uh, <laughs> no not right now <laughs> but course. as soon as you can like wouldn't that be great i wish i had done something like that when when i was her age and i i did not i was i was too afraid to so yeah um i could kick myself now like looking back and like why didn't i do something and travel and um explore and and you know live other cultures live in other cultures for a while just to yeah. see what it's like and yeah so i'm hoping she'll do that yeah of course it's it's a fun way you know some people do it when they're young some people save it up for when they're older and then they have the financial freedom and everything set up and mm -hmm. um, it's for whatever it works best for uh for you and um i just uh yeah i just that's my motivation of having this this podcast um i like to um i want people to think about it at least you know and oh and no even more let's uh, let's say let's put it this way my goal is reached if someone who is listening says yes i will try it at least once you know because yeah. uh, if you never try, you, you're missing out and then you might end up saying, oh, I regret that I haven't tried it. So yes. if I can just make this sound doable, uh, then I, I did my job. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it is and it is i think that's that's uh, that's why i'm here it is in any stage it's, it's possible of course when you're young and single that's the easiest then you can do it um however you want to but it's also doable with two kids and um with a family yeah like yeah like yeah oh, very cool well abby speaking of kids uh and i'm i've always be very transparent with my um with my audience and here on the podcast so i'm i, I do have two little small baby kids still one is one year old and the other one just is three and i just get a message from daddy saying that the one year old year old doesn't stop crying so oh, i no. <laughs> i think i will have to call it a day but yeah. i hope that uh the listeners find it very useful and i think we got a little bit of a different angle today i find it a very interesting um yeah aspect of hearing also other people who you know who don't go for the lifestyle because um it's not for everyone and that's okay 
uh, I'm not here to convince everyone, but I find it very ref refreshing that you say that maybe one day and uh, yeah, you definitely have the option of doing it with your, uh, with yeah. your job. So yeah, I definitely will do it someday. If, if only part-time, maybe in the summertime when my daughter's uh, home from college and yeah. can, you know, stay with the animals and then I yeah. can, I can go off and do my thing without her. Well, <laughs> let me know how that goes. Uh, okay. I'll be very happy for you. And well, we definitely will keep in touch and I'll be excited to speak at your summit in March and I will link into, um, I will link to the summit in the description, uh, the podcast is the description of course so that pe people can check it out and hopefully join your summit as well and well like i just said this is it for today thank you so much for joining us abby for taking your time and thank you thanks everyone for listening and have a wonderful day and see you next time <laughs> mm -hmm.